got it all, wreck it all, wreck it I still want the act, not the ghost Well, hello and welcome back to the DC UK podcast. This is season five, episode two. That's two for you who might not know French. And this is the 100th episode. Yes, we've made it to 100. It's an unbelievable. It's insane. I love it. It's fantastic. And I'm glad that you could all be here with me, whether you're watching, listening, whatever you're doing. I'm just glad you're here. Um, on today's show, uh, we got trivia time. That's making its comeback. We've got the news. Uh, we've got lots to talk about there. And the season comes back this weekend. Hallelujah. We're playing actual soccer ball again. Oh, yes. Fantastic. Love it. Uh, so, yeah, so we've got Toronto. I've actually also got clips from the press conference. So we'll be hearing from Wayne Rooney as well, which is great. And we've also got some competition. You know, it's the 100th episode, and it wouldn't be the 100th episode without a giveaway. So stay tuned on what you can win later on in the show. If you've got questions or anything like that, feel free to drop them in into the chat. We'll answer them as we go along the episode. And I would like to know what your score predictions are as well for this weekend. So, but yeah, listen to the press conference. Listen to what Wayne has got to say. Listen into what the head-to-head is, how Toronto have been, and things like that. Uh, make up your mind at that point. So, like last season, we did some trivia at the start of the show. We'd ask the question, and we'd see if you could get the answer. Um but, you know, look at this. Comments already. So thank you, Guna Boy and Michael as well. Um, I'm just going to bring those up and before we do the first bit of the show. So Guna Boy is just saying here, those mid-season additions of Ravel, Rodriguez and Barry are looking like an absolute disaster. Our recruitment continues to look woeful. Well, um, a couple of things. I mean, Ravel and Miguel Barry, yes, they look like they were... A teeny weeny little bit of a mistake. I will grant you that. But the Rodriguez one, um, I liked him. Um, I've got some thoughts on him because that is one of the uh, talking points in the news bit, news section. But it's really unfortunate. You can't really predict an AC, a torn AC. Well, to be fair, with DC United, you can always predict a torn AC. ACL is going to happen every season. Well, it feels like it happens every season right now. Uh, we've had quite a few recently. But um, yeah, you can't really predict that. And I'm... I'm going to d- politely disagree with that bit um, about Rodriguez, but the Ravel and Barry, um, yeah, 100%. Uh, Miguel Barry? Miguel Berry. Berry. Um, yeah, I agree with that one. Um, and thank you, Michael, for congratulations on 100. That's incredible. I-, I will be honest with you. I didn't actually think I would ever make it to 100 when I started doing this. Didn't think I'd even um, actually make it through a full season. So, you know. Uh, when I first started doing the podcast, I was quite quite shy, quite quiet, wasn't really expecting people to listen. But, you know, it's thanks to people like you who do tune in um, every week. Um, that keeps it keeps me going with it. So, um, and you're right, Guna Boy, do drop a like. Um, as you can see through the ticker bar that's going across the top there, do subscribe if you haven't subscribed. We've been recently getting some 
a heck of a lot of new subscribers, which is great. Um, so if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe. Um, we're currently at 143 before this episode went out. If we can get to 150 by the end of, by the start of the next episode, I will be loving it. It will be fantastic. So let's do that. Um, and if you're following, if you listen to Spotify, please follow on there so you'll keep up to date with all the uh, latest podcast episodes that drop out. And same with Apple Pod. Well, wherever you listen to it. Um, and you're right. Only guarantee is the season ended injury. <laughs> injury, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what was it? Felipe had a really bad injury. Um, obviously, uh, Martin Rodriguez, Ariola. Um, I mean, Hamid feels like he had um, injuries left, right, and center all the time. So, yeah, you can guarantee a major injury with DC United anyway. Um, uh, and that was the Rodriguez one, was a bit of a training one. So, hey ho. Uh, right. So, trivia time. Let's go on to it. So, that should be a, bit of a personal one, really, um, based on my visit. So, we, We've obviously got Toronto this weekend. And I wanted to, and I like to do the trivia stuff based on our upcoming opponents. Um, so today's question is: I was at the previous DC United game um, against Toronto at Audi Field last year. Um, who opened the scoring that day? And the reason why I went with this one is because this game was the out of the last three games I've been to see at Audi Field. This was the first time I'd actually seen DC United score. So, you know, that was awesome. But um, if you're watching live, uh, drop a little uh, comment in the chat, see if you get that right, um, and we will reveal the answer at the end of the show. So, you know what time it is. It's time to do the news. I'm so glad you didn't see me dancing around in the background. What's that? I don't know how I danced around to that news. I think I was doing something like this. But there you go. Anyway, so things that we need to talk about, obviously, first thing, it was announced just after we finished the episode or as we were finishing the episode last week. Um, and that was the Cherry Blossom jersey that got announced. Um, it's official. Um I've got mixed feelings so far about the Cherry Blossom. Um, I do like the design. I do feel it's a bit pixelated, um, which is a little bit strange for me. Um, again, I don't mind. I, it's one of these ones I think will be Marmite. You either love it or you hate it. Um, I don't know why I just said that because, you know, I just said I kind of like it. So I'm not either loving it or hating it. I'm in the middle. Um but yeah, the I do like it. I think it's a nice shirt. I like the pink and the black on it. I just think they could have gone a little bit more with the pink, I think. Um, it's a little bit understated. But, you know, the marble jersey that we had last, last year and the year before was understated. I liked that. And when I got it through the post, uh, when I got it sent... I liked it a little bit more and it grew on me as time went by. I think this is what will happen with the Cherry Blossom shirt. Um, now that I'm seeing more and more pictures of it, um, and uh, one of the members of the DTUK, um, he's recently put in our group chat a little picture of it. Um, that They've bought it. 
And to be fair, it looks actually quite nice in that photo that he sent. So, yeah. And it's the proper authentic one. And it looks rather nice. Um, so at some point, I will get it. I'm not saying I will get it right away because my next little gripe on it is the price. The price has gone up. It was expensive before. Um, when you compare, I mean, compare it to prices of uh, jerseys over here in the UK, um, even for Premier League clubs, it's kind of a little bit of a mm, an annoyance with the price of MLS shirts. So I priced this up. Um, so I wanted to do basically that again. So DC UK, number 19, on an authentic jersey. And I know I roughly paid around $200, which is a lot of money. Um, I thought, if it's around that, I, I mean, it's still a lot of money, but at least it'll be consistent. No. Would you like to take a guess at how much it would cost me to get the shirt, to get it printed like, like that, imported with all the customs and taxes that we have to pay because, you know, importation thank you brexit i'll give you a moment no you're probably wrong 270 dollars this time two yeah shipping costs yeah shipping costs is one thing uh the shipping cost is around 26 bucks i think off the top of my head um i just remember the final figure um so it was around $270 in total. Uh, it, that is around 225 great British pound sterling. It's a lot of money. Um, when you compare it to what it was previously, uh, last year, and the year before that, 166 pounds. And you can get a shirt over here, a Premier League shirt, for around about 60, 60 pounds. And you could probably get it printed and name on the back of it for maybe an extra 10, 15 quid. Even with the shipping costs on top of that, it's going to be not a neat of that cost. So, yeah, I'm a little bit... Mm, really don't fancy paying that much. So, we'll see. Um might just have to come out there and just buy one whilst I'm out there. We'll see. We'll see what happens, eh? Um, so, yeah, so that is a little bit of annoyance. Um, moving on, my next point was about the Martin Rodriguez injury, um, which was announced earlier on this week, um, officially anyway. And, yes, yeah, he is out for the season. He's on the season-ending injury list, which means we free up a spot um, in the roster, we free uh, free up an international slot as well uh, because Rodriguez took up an international slot. And yeah, it's I'm gutted for the lad. Really gutted because it he looked like he was starting to come on. He was making some really good passes. He was starting to see some good quality from him. Um, but what can you do? Um, it's such... A massive shame. I was really looking forward to seeing him play this season. Uh, again, he was 
guy who's been able to get a full preseason in with Wayne. And I was excited to see what we could do with him. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. We've got to move on. Um, but we'll actually hear more from Wayne about the Rodriguez injury when we get to um, the press conference. So we'll uh, find out more from Wayne and what his thoughts are on the injury. Um, next up, uh, kind of going back to what you were saying, Gunaboy, um, is uh, the Miguel Berry transfer. Um, he's been traded to Atlanta United. They're really re- replacing Joseph Martinez with Berry. I mean, they've probably got somebody else in. I didn't really take too much notice of what who they've got right now, but Miguel Berry for 150,000 gam initially, um, with a potential of a further 100,000 gam. Um, again, I didn't really actually look into the specifics around that potential and what needs to be done to get that. But you know what? He didn't score for us. He's a striker. No big loss. Um, Again, I really don't like saying things like that, but when you look at what happens on the pitch, yeah, you need to score goals if you're a striker, and you just didn't do that. So, yeah, needs to move on. Um, nice little question there. Again, thank you, Gunaboy, for keeping up with the chat. It's really good to see. Um, anybody else, if you've got any questions or any comments, please do put them in there. Um, but he's just asking, with Barry and Rodriguez not being in the picture this season, do you think we're going for a versatile player that can play across the front three, similar in the mould of Taxi? Um, hmm, that's a really good question, actually. Um, I think we would be wise to do that. Um, I think there's been a couple of comments around who we would get in. Uh, one of them was uh, Titi Rodriguez, bring him back, and replace him, Juan Rodriguez, uh, with another one. Why not? Um, Titi did really well with us. He was obviously on loan. Um, we were hoping we were going to bring him in permanently. But, you know, I wouldn't be too disappointed if we brought Titi back. Um, I think that would be a good, good shout. Um, yeah, I think you're right. We would probably look at a versatile player on loan um, because Rodriguez is out just for the season. Um we just need the temporary cover. I think in the short term, we'll use the youth um, to cover Rodriguez. I know we've got still got a couple of weeks, still got a little bit of time left in this window to pick someone up. Um, I think we will. Well, we'll definitely replace him, but it'd be interesting to see whether we replace him with a domestic transfer or whether we do go abroad and bring someone in on loan. Um, that will be interesting to see. So, but yeah, I would like to see someone versatile. Someone who can cover a couple of play, uh, positions. Uh, Ravel gone as well. Uh, well, not Ravel gone, but he's not in the fold. Um, so that was something that came out today. Um, that Ravel's not in the club plans. So that's an interesting one. Um, that, again, frees up another international slot. Um, frees up. It doesn't free up any um, salary cap just yet because he's still got, he's got a guaranteed contract. And we would need to get either trade them or sell them abroad um, for that to work. And we're not, for, for some reason, and I think, don't probably quote me on this one, but I don't think we're doing the uh, buyout of his contract. So, yeah, that's going to be an interesting one to see how that happens. Um, but yeah, Ravel's not in, the, not in the mix for DC United this season. So that's, uh, so that's an interesting one. I think it, uh, Goff, 
uh, came out with that one. Um, Goff just saying on Twitter, uh, Ravel Morrison update, Puck up sources. He's not in DC United plans, won't be on MLS roster this season, ineligible to play, remains on payroll with guaranteed deal. He can continue to train. Um, but what's next? Trade, transfer, or mutual termination of contract? Who knows? Um, we have two international slots available. The MLS transfer window closes April 24th and then reopens back on July 5th. So, yeah, so we still got over a month to replace uh, players with. And, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what we do on that front. Uh, last thing, and I know this came up in the questions which, when I share on Instagram, ask for questions, I'll do the same on Twitter, wherever, really. Um, I'm just going to bring this one up uh, from Seven Victor G, um, who I love you, guy. Love you, mate. Great to see you. Always sending the questions. I love it. Um, Thoughts on uh, Moses Nyman coming back to MLS. Now, if you don't know, um, because actually for me, this came in under the radar. I actually hadn't even spotted it. Moses Nyman um, has returned and he is gone on loan to Real Salt Lake, who the owners of RSL also own SK uh, Beveren, who Moses is on uh, is on loan from. Sorry, just need to drink. Um, I kind of knew this was going to happen with Moses. Um, I, I was expecting it. Um, hasn't really made an impact over in Belgium. Um, so yeah, it's a bit weird. Um, I thought there was a lot of potential with him. But it just seems like he's petered out a little bit. I mean, you look towards the time uh, under her under Hernan and uh, under under Chad and then Wayne, uh, uh, Chad especially. He didn't really get a lot of game time when he did, and he was usually against FC Cincinnati. He then got himself sent off, which meant he was out of the picture for a little bit. And I don't know what was happening in the background, but it just felt like something just wasn't right. Um, yeah, uh, it's a bit of an interesting one. I hope he does well, just not against us. Um, it would be great to see uh, someone from the DC United Academy come through and actually do and be successful. Um, we all want that for our for players who come through our academy to show that we do produce some really good players and that this is a club that you should be coming to if you want to grow. Um, Saying that, the potential return for Moses uh, at Audi Field is June 17th. So if you want to see how he does, pencil that in, get yourself a ticket, head down to Audi Field and say hello to Moses. You know, there you go. Um, otherwise, that's about it for news um, for this week. So not much else has happened. It's just been a week since the last episode. Before that, I know we've had a a little bit before, a little bit of time since the end of last season and the first episode, so we got a little bit more to talk about last week. Um, but what we're going to do, uh, we're just going to end the news and then we're going to go on to the match preview and we're going to be hearing from Wayne Rooney, so stick with us. So, match preview time. I've been waiting so long for this. So, so happy. 
great to have MLS back. Great to have it on such an accessible platform with Apple TV as well. I'm not paid to say that. It's just, it's great. Um, so much content going on there. And you can watch whichever games you want. So if you want to keep, if you want to dip in and out, you can switch around. You're not limited. There's no blackouts. Oh, it's been, this has been waiting for so long for something like this to happen. And I'm just so glad this is here. Um, so Toronto this weekend, a little bit of a head to head. Uh, let's take a look at the records. Um, but before we do, just to go through, happening this Saturday, 7.30 p.m. kickoff, Eastern time. Now, it'll be interesting to see if it actually kicks off at 7.30 or whether it'll kick off at 7.38. Um, that's going to be it. I really hope that it actually kicks off at the time it's advertised. But we know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so it's 7.30 p.m. Eastern time, 12.30 a.m. UK time. And for listeners and everyone else, if you're in Central European time, which I know a few of you are, that will be a 1.30 kickoff um, central time in the US. Um, that will be 6.30 p.m. and so on and so forth, wherever you are in the world. Um, but those are common guys. Um, so head-to-head-wise, we've played 40 matches between the two teams. Um, we've won 16, Toronto have won 13, and there have been 11 draws. Seven of the last 12 have ended in, in ties, so quite a few there. Um, but we are unbeaten against Toronto in the previous six home fixtures. So, like the trivia time question where we had a goal, uh, we might have had a couple, um, we were unbeaten. So that's great. Uh, Toronto finished 2022, um, losing five in a row. So they ended up in really bad form. Similar to us, really. Um, but they did concede four goals and four of those matches. So they conceded at least 16 goals. That's a lot. Uh, but they have a new keeper in Sean Johnson, who is a quality keeper. Um, so they've uh, tied that side up. Uh, Toronto, uh, they've also lost 36 times since the start of 2021, which is the same amount as what we have, um, which was also the most in MLS in that time. So in the last two years, DC and Toronto have lost the most matches in MLS. Great. Big thumbs up. Um, and also on that, in that time, Toronto have only managed just five clean sheets. Five. But again, they do have Sean Johnson. So Owens tell us that they're going to keep a clean sheet this weekend. And uh, yeah, it'll probably be a boring nil-nil draw. Um, Toronto's average age is 26.4. So they have one of the older squads in the league as compared to the league average of 25 and a half years old. Um, DC is, I think it was 25.6 years old. So we're around the average age uh, for the league. Make that what you want. But they do have Michael Bradley, who's about 156. So that he does lift up the Toronto's average age. Just, just a little bit there. Um, so a little bit more of a breakdown. So if we look at their squad, uh, their current DPs are Federico Bernadeschi, um, who's a forward, Adama Diamande, who's a forward who also played in the UK uh, for Hull City. Um, I found that out uh, thanks to the MLS UK show. So that's another podcast that you should go and check out. Um, Henry and Elliot do a fantastic podcast. Uh, it's what inspired me to come and also do this podcast. So do check them out. Um, they've just recently started their season. 
um, for this year, um, where they do kit reviews and things like that. It's a really good, really good podcast. Um, and then the last DP is Lorenzo Insigne, who joined um, some of last year, missed the games last year against DC United. So we'll probably see him this year. Um, but he, you look at Bernadeschi and Lorenzo Insigne, they're the two key, key DPs uh, for Toronto. And they will be the ones to watch. Um, they are fantastic players. Um, I still can't get the, get over the fact that they've got Insigne. That's just mad. Um, what a play to have. But um, I will go through some score predictions after we've heard uh, from Wayne. So let's uh, tune into some of the clips from the press conference earlier today, which I was able to tune into. Um and there's a few sort of key points in there. So let's listen to Wayne. We're excited. Obviously, first game of the season is always an exciting time and um, you look to see if the players can, can execute what you've, you've worked on in, during the pre-season. So, um, yeah, we're, we've been waiting. It's been a long pre-season. Um, put a lot of work in. The players have had a lot of information given to them. So... Um, we're ready today and tomorrow is really about just taking over and making sure um, we're ready for the game on Saturday. Even being on, I don't care what, what people think. Um, as long as um, myself, the players, the staff, um, we know what our expectations are, we know what we're aiming um, to achieve. And um, I don't really look at myself, I don't really look at other teams and, and what they're doing. We're really focused on us. and. Um, for us, it's just about going out um, and trying to be certainly a lot better than we was over the course of, of last season. Um, our, our goals, of course, I'm sure, like any other team, is to try and make playoffs. Um, so that's what we'll, we'll try to do. And, um, but really, our focus is, is on Toronto on Saturday. That's our, our main focus and um, to try and start the season on a positive. Yeah, I think you focus on that one when you get there. I think for, for us, Getting to the playoffs is the is the main priority. So, um, and whether that changes slightly um, this year, next year, years gone by, doesn't really um, matter. The priority is to try and get there, and and then you're in a knockout competition. So, um, we just focus on 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 trying to get there first. Yeah, I think it's easy to forget. He's still a, a 16 year old, so he's he's got a lot to learn. Um, but I think what we've seen from him is a lot of potential. A lot of maturity um, to his game, and there's, there's, of course, there's a lot he he can improve on. He's still developing, so um, he's a very exciting player for us. Um, in off season, Matai, um, Ku, Luis, um, they went out to to Swansea, and they spent some time at Swansea. Um, I think just it was important that they didn't switch off for a few months as they're still developing and. And all that time has really benefited the the three of them. Um, they've come back and, and they've been excellent in pre-season. And um, Matthias has certainly he, he's grown a lot um, during the off-season um, in terms of his his, his stature, his figure. Um, he's come back stronger. Um, he's come back a lot fitter, um, which um, last year. He was still he was a 15-year-old slash 16-year-old boy, and he's come back really a more developed player. So um, we've been delighted with his progress certainly throughout the, throughout the preseason. 
Yeah, I think all three goalkeepers have done well, um, and it's important that you you have competition for places. That's not just the goalkeepers; that's the the outfield players as well. So, um, no, I've been pleased with all three goalkeepers. Um, it's always nice when when players make your job harder, um, of which player you pick. So, and and of course, that's my role now to to pick the one I feel is the right one for the game on Saturday to to come in and play. So, um, yeah, I've been. I've been pleased with all three of them, and, and if I'm being honest, I'd be confident um, in putting any one of the three in. Yeah, well, obviously, as you said, it, it is different. I think players can can go down um, to Loudon, and where last year we had the flexibility of of dropping them down and bringing them back up um, on a more regular basis. This year, we have to be a bit more calculated in how we do that. Um, as far as I'm aware, um, we can put players down at Loudon. Um, now, well, tomorrow by tomorrow at uh, 8 pm, um, and if we need to bring them back up, they come back up and they stay with us. Um, so it's not a, we haven't got that flexibility um, that we had last year. Yeah, it's unfortunate for Martin. He, he picked up a, a serious knee injury, so it's um, a shame because he had the shoulder injury early on in the pre-season and and now his knee. So um, it, it's it's something which we're. We're looking at, we're addressing, and we're seeing. Um, we're looking into potential players who can who can come in and maybe re- replace Martin. Um, f- certainly for this season. So, um, again, we've been looking um, to bring more players in, um, and hopefully, we can we can get that done in the next two one to two weeks. So, some good comments from Wayne there um, in terms of the Martin Rodriguez injury and what we're going to do there. Um, the fact that we're really, he's really excited for the game this weekend and getting back under, underway. The fact that he just doesn't care what people think about DC United and concentrate on us and us alone and just getting to the playoffs. So, and the best way we can do that is starting off with a really good uh, victory this weekend against Toronto. Um, now, again, looking at previous history between the two sides looking at uh, Toronto squads the fact that it's a little bit aging but they've got some really really good players in Bernadeschi and Insigne and obviously Diamande a little bit leaky in the back um, that's where they've got a lot of age you know, and we've got a little bit of youth up top uh, with the likes of uh, Ted Jackson Hopkins, Fletcher uh, the pace of taxi um, and the strength and the target man of Christine Bentake, we could do some damage to um, Toronto this weekend. Um, so it's going to be interesting. Uh, difficult to really give a true proper prediction, but I think there will be goals. Um, I think there'll be quite a few goals in this one. Uh, you know, I'm usually quite optimistic about these so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go for uh, I'm going to check Discord because there is a Discord channel uh, where we've got score predictions so I think I went with a 3-1 victory for DC Knight this weekend I will confirm that in just two seconds uh, predictions and I went with a, I went with 3-2 which is actually what I had in my head Going into this um, a three-two, so I'm going to go three-two for this one. Let's see if I'm right. I'd like to know what you guys are thinking. I will put a poll up on Twitter as well. Um, 
in terms of what you think the uh, score will be this weekend. So if you're not following on Twitter, come and join me at DC Mountain Kingdom. Um, it'll be really good to see you all there. Um, but speaking of which, um, new stuff for this. So score prediction 3-2. Let's get a victory underway. Three points. Let's start how we mean to go on and get some wins, make the playoffs, see where we go from there. Um, but I'm really happy that Wayne is looking at um, looking at the playoffs. Um, and it was interesting to see here that he just wasn't really bothered about what the playoff format is. He just wants to get there first and then think about that later. Um, I would like to ask him that six months down the line and to go, so what do you think of the MLS format um, if we're in the mix for it? So I would be interested to see what his thoughts are later down the year. Um, so yeah, three, two, be interested to hear what you think. Um, do let me know, um, whether it's on any socials or in the chat, whichever you want to really, um, speaking of the game this weekend, uh, one of the things I wanted to do this season was some watch alongs, um, so where you can tune in with me, uh, we'll watch the game together. Um, it will, would be virtually, um, it'd be broadcast live on YouTube. Um, I just have the game on and I'll just be reacting and, going a bit mad because I'm in obviously the DCU cave. Um, you should see the jerseys on the wall there. I've actually forgot to mention, I've got some curtains up now. Keep me warm. Keep out the lights outside. And uh, just a bit more privacy, you know? Even though I had frosted windows, which was very private and I couldn't actually see outside. Nobody could see in. Give it a bit more, you know? And helps with the lighting as well, actually. Um, but yeah, I was going to do some watch-alongs. Unfortunately, I'm out and I'm away this weekend. Um, family family commitments. So there will be no watch-along this weekend, but I will be doing those throughout the year. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, but also for this year, uh, and because it's the 100th episode, we're going to do some competitions. Um, and for the first one, um, if you're not seen on socials or if you're not part of DC UK um, and you haven't had the email drop in your inbox yet um, what we're going to do, we're going to give away one of these, we're going to give away a DC UK cat in the hat shirt it's worth £40, it's free to enter and if you don't win I'm going to give you some discount anyway um, so head over to the socials, um, recently put links up on how to enter um, but I will uh, reshare i will also put a link into the competition um in the description after i've done the episode because uh, i didn't want to put it in there now because i didn't want to give it away um before the start of the episode so yes you can you can win a dc uk cat and heart jersey and if you're watching on youtube i'm just going to bring it over um so you can have a little bit of a closer look at it I know that was incredibly exciting for you um, just to hear absolute silence whilst I walked a couple of steps over to get the shirt. Um, but yeah, if you're not watching, if you're listening to this, um, this really means absolute nothing. Um, just go to dcunitedkingdom.com forward slash DCUK store to actually see what the uh, shirt looks like. Um, but there you go. So we've got the nice little stripes going down. Um, we've got the red color sleeves to me. I'm really pleased with that. It looked great. It's a lovely fit. Go in there, enter the competition, see if you can win one. And if you don't win, you'll get some discount. Um, so you keep an eye out uh, for your emails um, with that. But that's all. That, uh, the, 
you won't get boxing and stuff like that. Just a discount email. Um, so yeah, but that discount will work across any of the products. So yeah, you'll get. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be ten percent off, um, and that's just for entering. Like I said, you don't have to use it if you don't want to. There's no pressure, but any purchases really do goes towards helping the show out and making it as great as it is. Um, even if I do so myself. So, cool. Uh, what else have we got to go through? Well, we're coming up to the end of the show. We've gone through pretty much everything. It's a nice short episode this week. Uh, not much in the terms of news. Uh, we've gone through the preview. Um, we've got the score prediction, which is 3-2. Um, we've done the press conference. I think it's been a pretty good episode. So, trivia time. Um, and I know Goodbye gave his give his uh, guess as to the answer. So the question was, obviously, I was at the previous DC United versus Toronto game last year at Audi Field. Great atmosphere. Did the first, did the first live stream in person with people there. Uh, we had Devin McTavish on, on the episode. Uh, Daniel and Tom were there. Um, it was just an absolute insane day. Um, I got quite drunk at the end of it. Uh, it was fantastic. Loved it. Um, Screaming Eagles, thank you for putting me up on that one. Um, really good, like I said, really good atmosphere. Met Dave Johnson, that was fantastic. Uh, it's such a shame not going to really be hearing them this season, but yeah, what a day! I want to do it again. Um, so whatever we can do to get me out there, let's do it. Um, I would love to do another episode at DC United. Um, I I met Sean Howe, the director of scouting. I actually met Rory McEda, who was the first uh, guest from the club on the show. Um, yeah, absolutely fantastic. Um, and thank you, good boy. Watch songs will be awesome. Um, yeah. So at least I know you will be tuning in if I do those. So yeah, I'll get those. Um, also, I want to do some uh, other things as well, but uh like FM football manager streams if I can. Um, but I'm not going to actually probably commit to that because I don't want to overload myself with it. So watch longs is definite because I'm watching the game anyway. It's going to happen. So yeah. Uh, like I said, competition, get yourself on that one. Um, but yeah, the previous DCU game, Toronto, Odefield, who opened the score on that day? And the correct answer was Edison Flores. So well done, goodie boy. You got it right. Um, that wraps it up. That's the end of the show. Short and sweet. That's how we like it. Keep an eye out for next week's episode. Same time next week, Thursday, um, 10 p.m. UK time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. And we'll wrap it up there. So until next time, Vamos United. <laughs> All record, all record deals. Tell them chuck the calendar for the quote. All record, all record. I still want the act, not the ghost.